Cuba Gundam style. What the fuck is up, new types? Welcome to Wow Cool Robot, the world's number one and only Gundam podcast sponsored by the Anti-Earth Union Group. I'm Max and I use he, him pronouns. Hey you, we're sponsoring you. I'm Serum, I use they and also her pronouns. And I'm Colin and I use they and them pronouns. It's Gundam time, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, ACAB. It's Ada time. Every time I hear the words, A-U, I just kind of black out for a second <laughs> and become Joey Wheeler in my mind. Sand starts to fill my room and I'm like, no, I'm not going to Egypt right now. I can't say these words. A-U, there's no ethical consumption over cap- uh, under capitalism. We've got to destroy the police state. A-U, I'm going to steal this big robot. Camille has never been allowed in a robot ever. Camille is such a fussy little baby. Every single time he gets in a robot, it's to steal it. And I love him. The whole <laughs> plot of Zeta Gundam could have been avoided if Camille was wearing one of those, like, toddler jumpers that has the monkey <laughs> tail that's a leash that parents hold on to. Oh, yeah. He, he just needs that. I mean, it's, it is telling that they do have him followed around by an adult, like, basically Pretty everywhere much for all the, the, the previous time, three right? episodes. <laughs> Like, the re- the reason Emma's hanging out with the AU isn't because, like, she's following her truth. It's because she just needs to babysit Camille. Yeah. <laughs> Should we just start in? Because I do want to talk about how, like, Quattro just kind of comes out to, like, you know, hold Camille down to stop him going sicko mode. Well, I mean, we've got to... We're, we're going to miss a lot of really important stuff first. Like, the first thing that we see in this episode is just Camille crying. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 the, and this episode that we are talking about is episode yeah. four, Emma's Decision. It's her decision. She's made it. She's done it, folks. She's made it. I respect her decision. Respect Emma, very few left. <laughs> I'm saluting. I am saluting. So yeah, so yeah, Colin, how does this one start out again? So, um, uh, Camille's mother has just been shot to a million pieces by a big laser blast from Jared. Um, and uh, he starts to cry and go sicko mode. Um, Emma Camille is does, not like... Jared fuck this shit um uh runs down to the hangar hops in her gundam mark ii to roll out um and everybody's just like mm, should we let her do that uh, yeah why not it's fine uh quattro's like i don't know i trust her she's good emma's cool it's whatever um camille and jared just start to throw down uh and they like both run out of ammunition immediately uh camille's <laughs> just like screaming about the fact that uh, like Jared killed his mom and Jared's like, I don't know what a mom is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we Titans are born in tubes. Yeah. Um, and they just start straight up. Like they're, they're wrestling. Like they're, they're just grabbing each other and just like boosting around. Uh, and, uh, Quattro goes out and Leela shows up in a Gabaldi and they're shooting at each other. And that's where like the real, uh, the real fight is happening. And then, um, uh, you know, Camille's like, I don't know uh, this. I don't got guns. I need something else. And uh, hits a button and pulls out <gasps> an energy sword. And Saber. yeah, uh, yeah. Jared says beam. <laughs> yeah, J- Jared it's says cool, beam. Okay. And then Emma like says saber. It's cool. It's yeah, like they're ready to sit down and play a role playing game. It's funny because like they're both surprised by it, but they ostensibly have piloted the. Well, I don't know if I don't know if Emma has, but Jared's like, piloted the Mark Did they not know it was there? Did they not know? <laughs> Did Camille only know it was there because he like hacked the plans out of his dad's iPad? He yeah, got well, I, he got his dad's parental control password and was able to unlock Beam Saber mode. Yeah, you know. 
Uh, well, I mean, they were still like training with him earlier too, and I mean, Jared's so shitty with it, he flew it into a building. So I, yeah. I think it's understandable that they don't know that it has a beam saber, even though it. <laughs> There's probably a button that says beam saber and has a big cartoon sword on it, and I don't trust Jared to know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's um, it's too small. It's too many words for Jared to read because it actually says Austin Ramsey's uh beam saber now available <laughs> on itch.io, and he's just like he just right. he, he's like I don't need an Austin gun. That that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he's like tabletop roleplay games are for nerds. <laughs> yeah. I'm a jock. I'm not a nerd. Yeah. Yeah, I'm never going to play a tabletop role-playing game that's really, really fun. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Quattro tells the... Bl- I've just written them down in my notes as blondies because I still don't know their names. Um, <laughs> Quattro's like, yeah, guys, we should probably just uh, give in to the Titans' demands and like, we should... Let's just kind of give them their mobile suits back because um, she's letting getting real. Um, so Quattro and Emma like go out and just kind of restrain Camille. Um, they do knock, knock, knocking on Gundam's door. Yeah, <laughs> like this whole time Quattro is really playing 4D chess. He's thinking so many moves ahead. Like he has a he has a very very big tactical brain, and I can't really think off the top of my head where we've seen other characters with big tactical brains like this. But I'm sure someone has in the past that yeah. we've seen before. Maybe can't think of any. Impossible to say. Well, I, I, you know, um, I think we might know who Quattro learned this technique from. Oh, Quattro, yeah, yes. Quattro yes, does look at Emma and says, "That's a woman with some trauma now, which means that I can trust her to go and take these Gundams and bring them back at some point." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just running, running a little errand, really. Yeah, but yeah, they his apparent plan here, like, like, yeah, they they, they can't get Camille out of the Gundam. So they're just like, all right, whatever. Just, just, just he's take the gun. He's locked the door of his room. He's turned up the 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 Lincoln Park. He's just <laughs> simply vibing. Yeah. At this at this point, he's like halfway through hybrid theory. He like he yeah, closes yeah, yeah. his like his his sunglass visor, and then you just see that single tear. It's just God, what a yeah. good shot. It's really <laughs> cool. I, I like it. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not on hybrid theory. I like that they can tint their visors. Yeah. I didn't realize that i thought it was just like uh an animation choice to like reflect the blackness of his mood after witnessing his mother dying in the void of space um i didn't realize until like the second episode that they had like fucking sun color changing visors yeah they have they have (laughs) transition lenses yeah that's what those are called yeah um quattro wanders for a little bit he's like oh is is emma a new type or is she simply just sensible uh, <laughs> impossible kind of, to say. <laughs> it's, it's like yeah, impossible to say. And then kind of like Emma takes Camille and just like drives him back to 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 Titan ship. Yeah, th- th- this next scene that we get is uh, is pretty affecting because they're, they're at the ship. I, we we get a little cut in before they they get to um, we get a little cut in before they get to uh, the the Titan ship where Quattro's apparently apparent plan is to. Like, eventually, like he knows that you know Emma's going to come back, and he's like, maybe she'll bring Franklin Badon back with her because maybe he'll you know be be brought over to the AU cause. Yeah. So they get to they get to the the, the Titan ship, and Emma's like, can you confirm that it was your dear mommy, your your dead mom that was blown up in space into a billion pieces? 
And he's like, uh, check the hands. And like, she sort of floats down and like, there's blood on Gundam fingers. Hey, what it's- if there were blood on the hands of a giant war robot? There's literally blood on Gundam's hands now. We're, you know, all subtlety <laughs> is out of the window. You can't make this up, folks. <laughs> like, this, the, you know, Gundam, the show that just kind of started name dropping Hitler in the end game of 0079 is, it's a very subtle show. Oh, yeah. It's impossible to know what this means. Yeah. This is <laughs> this is what I'm saying. If Quattro Bagina was Char Asnavel, they would have told us by now. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they they haven't they haven't there's been no indication of it. They would have yeah. they would have looked directly in the camera. Otherwise, like there there would be no way to know the truth. <laughs> if, if I don't get my information fed to me in an objective manner, then I haven't learned anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I do want to give it like a shout out for Camille. Like they kind of they they break down the door of his bedroom slash Gundam with like a big axe and he's just like hybrid theory has finished and he's just completely dissociated right now they have to like shake him um and it was like oof oof remember remember trauma ah yeah remember (laughs) just just it's just it happens it's happening again every time a little boy gets in a gundam they get trauma if only there was a way to avoid this Listen, at least this time we get angry trauma instead of depressed trauma, because I will say Camille coming out of the Gundam and then just, like, spiking his helmet is the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's coming he's out of his cage, and he is really not doing just fine. No, 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 um, no. He is fucking raging. I think his dad is there for him to rage at. Yes. Because yeah, he's like, fuck this guy. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, dad, I bet you're so happy now that mom's dead. Aha. Uh-huh. And he starts laughing about it, too, because he is just not having a good time. <laughs> it's, it's, he's really it's, not having a good time. I wonder if there's like a reason why all the Gundam dads suck. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've never read any interviews about Tamino's relationship with his father, but I'm going to guess it wasn't great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give it. Give us the answers. Tamino, come on for for a special a special interview. Yeah. 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 We'll we'll get him. Um. Yeah. We'll just kind of email tomato.com and see if he yeah. see if he's free. <laughs> so af- after after uh, Camille, you know, roasts dad in front of everyone. Franklin walk like goes to um Basque and Basque says the exact same thing. Fuck he's like, you. yo, but you're happy. You can hang with Margarita now. It's like get his ass. Oh man! Like the best thing about that is like while Camille's roasting him and just like Basque is like on the TV just like watching. Watching up, mm, a mistress. Oh, he be fucking. I'm gonna get him for that one. Yeah, I'm gonna write this in my little black book. <laughs> Basque is just like, mm, girl, spill the tea, Camille. <laughs> oh my god, spill that space tea. <laughs> spill that space tea. You can't spill it. It's in a little juice box. Yeah. Um, Camille kind of is on like the Titan base and like bumps into Jared, and Jared is like, oh shit, man, like ah. Uh, I heard I killed your mom. Like, whoops, sorry, my bad. <laughs> Didn't mean to kill your mom. <laughs> Oof, sorry about that. You, your baby, you big baby, your dear mommy's dead. He called him a baby, and I was like, oh, this guy's dead yet again. But actually, yeah, he's like, you know, Jared keeps hunting Camille, and then Camille like sort of tries to be the bigger man here. And he's like, I must direct my hatred towards the military. And it's like, okay, you're getting there. Yeah. Yeah, Camille's yeah. like straight up like, I'm woke now, I'm gonna forgive you and tell you that we need to fight against systematic oppression because fuck the Titans. And like, yeah, cool. Uh, I'm I'm glad that Camille read the pamphlet. Uh the fucking the fucking direct quote is I'm good enough to beat you, but I'm powerless before the system. This c- cruel military system, like, damn <laughs> subtlety. 
Do you get it yet? <laughs> I, do, I don't. I, it's impossible to know what this means. There's, it's just, you know, they're, they're probably setting something up for something like seven seasons down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, there's no way to know what this means right now. There's no way to know. Um, but yeah, we cut up to like Basque and some guys and Basque is like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have done that. I, I look, I feel like he's only saying that to sort of appease Emma because I Basque does not seem like the kind of guy who regrets doing some sort of war crime like that. Yeah, because like he follows it up with like, oh, Emma, l- little Emma, Emma, I think you could have done a lot better. Why don't you go over to the Argomat and, and get us back one of their mobile suits with your superior tactical mind that's, cl- that's, that's definitely far better than the thing that we just kind of did with the ransom and the murder and, and this stuff. And he just kind of tells her to go get him a mobile suit. It's great. Yeah. It's great. But, like, he does this and he, like, it's just funny how conveniently this works out for Emma and Camille. Because, like, immediately after that, she's like, okay. And then, like, the next scene is, like, she just, like, knocks out a guard and takes Franklin and Camille with her. She she fucking punches a man's tooth out. Like. <laughs> go Emma. Yeah. I yeah. like Emma. It was great. Yeah. Also, the, the like, the, the scene of Basque telling her to go over to the Argama is, like, interposed with the scene of Quattro on the Argama being like, you know, I think Emma's gonna come over. Mm-hmm. He's got that new type intuition. And, uh, blonde captain man, whose name is Hankin, uh, Hankin. is like, oh, yeah, I hope, I hope Emma comes back and, like, stars float around his head and he gets really, you know, everyone, uh, there's a, hmm, we'll get, we'll get to more of it, but there's a hell of a, like, you could cut the sexual tension on the Argama with yeah, a fucking we're not, knife. Yeah, <laughs> we're not quite at the horny episode yet, but we sure get there, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I didn't notice any of that. It took me until, like two-thirds of the way through the horny episode to be like, ah, oh, uh, horny. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's not, all, just, there's, there's not a whole lot to do in space. It. Yeah. Um, uh, Sarah, you operate on a higher level than than us base creatures, so... You're, you're um, a new yeah, type, yeah. Not. yeah. My frequency of perception has gone beyond horniness. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Emma is breaking some lads out of jail. Yeah. yeah Camille's great. got some pajamas on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Camille has a lot of really fun outfits. Yeah. He has a sense of fashion. I like it. Hmm. He's hmm. like suspecting that his dad is up to something because why? There, there's certainly no reason to suspect otherwise. Yeah. His dad's just like, wow, cool robot. Tell me about this. Tell me about the Rick Dias. His fucking dad is the most wow, cool robot anyone has ever been on this show. It's so funny. He's like, wow, cool robot. Son who? Yeah. No, the, no the, the robot is my son now. See, I have the papers to prove it. But in order to get the normal suits, Camille has to do some direct action and beat up some more Titans. It's yeah. great. We love to see it. You love to see it. Um, y'all want to know something wild? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, the the uh, Titans pilot with, like, no hairline, uh, his name is Kakrakon. How yes. old do you think he is? Uh, I mean, like, the way you're saying it makes me think he's Honestly, one of those, like... Honestly, like, 25. Yeah, like, I think he's one of those 30-something conservative pundits that look like they're almost 50. He's he's 24 years old. Yep. He's the <laughs> oldest 24-year-old I've ever seen in my fucking life. And he gets his shit punched in by Camille. <laughs> I believe he, it. He, look, like, he looks like a very specific, like, Doctor Who character from, like, the 60s that, like, has been <laughs> bothering me for days. Um... It's probably just fucking Nicholas Courtney again, but whatever. Um, I don't know. He's just, he's just got like British officer energy, like dark British officer energy. He could be played by like a young Patrick Stewart. I'd buy that. I would want a Patrick. I would want a young Patrick Stewart to do a good role, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let Patrick Stewart play Quattro. Yeah. 
The thing is, I feel like Patrick Stewart would have a lot of fun playing Basque. Oh, you're right. Oh, that's like, a shame. He would enjoy himself. Yeah. He would do a good job of it, which sucks because Basque, I, I don't want to see this like rotten to potato. <laughs> this toe yeah. man. Yeah. This nasty, nasty toe man. So they they go into the docking bay and Jared's there and they have Camille and Franklin have their visors in full tint mode. Oh, yeah. They, they put on the, the Titan uniforms. Right. They're indistinguishable. They're masquerading as, like, the other people who were supposed to... Because Emma got told, like, yeah, Emma, just take those three mobile suits and head on over to the Argama. So they're kind of... They have they have stolen some... They've done identity theft. Identity theft is not a joke. Uh, but they get in. Jared's, like, trying Damn, to talk to Franklin. Huh? He stole your identity. Oh, no, that was an office quote. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. That, was very, sorry. that was very rude of me to quote the office on a podcast. <laughs> Um, but Jared, Jared thinks Franklin is Cap- Capricorn. Um, J- J- Jared thinks Franklin's a Capricorn and he, he's trying to like get in the cockpit and sort of like tell him how to use Gundam. But Franklin just like shuts it quickly. And then Emma's like, all right, listen up, open this door now. I'm going to blast through. We're going to have peace out of here. Yeah. Jared's one single brain cell turns on and he's like, hmm, I think something wrong is happening right now. <laughs> something isn't quite adding up about this situation. I don't really, I can't put my finger on it. Uh, yeah, um, Camille has, like, a little kind of aside where he's like, oh, shit, my dad can actually drive a robot. I didn't expect this. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it makes sense. He made it. I don't yeah. like to see him do things competently, yeah, I... but it makes sense. Yeah, fuck this guy. So, yeah, Emma, Emma like, ransoms the entire ship uh, and gets them out of there. They're, and they're, like, driving through space, getting chased by... Titan people, um, Franklin's mm. fucking, like, foot is broken or some shit, so he's, like, slower, so they have to, like, do a space fight. Yeah, like, Leela, Lila, Leela, I don't know how to pronounce it, goes out and her Galbaldi, her Gabagool, Quattro <laughs> goes out and is, uh, Richard Diaz. Yeah. Camille, like, so this, and something I noticed about Zeta is that I feel like they care a lot more about the ammo that Gundam weapons have, because Camille is constantly running out of rifle energy, because he's just firing like a maniac, because he does not know what he's doing, because he's a five-year-old toddler who is not supervised right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Quattro, of course, comes and saves the day, and then things, like, sort of, does, like, immediately ends in the cut, and they have all the Gundams in the Argama. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, Franklin is over there fucking, like, busting a nut over the AU mobile suits. Yeah. It's so funny, because, like, Emma and Quattro are like, yeah, like, Emma's like, listen, I understand, you're not gonna trust me, it's fine, I'll, like, I'll I'll do the work, and then, like, pans over to Franklin, who's just, wow, cool robot. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love the relationship between Quattro and Emma that's, like, developed over the next year, because, like, they're just, they just kind of understand what's going on with each other they're it's that's just that's just nice like they're on the same wavelength and i think it's neat yeah i just think they're neat um real quick i know uh generally we we we've been skipping over uh the kind of like endings and stuff and i know that the the best recommendation for gundams is to not watch the next on because Mm -hmm. it spoils everything but I do want to point out one in the ending, uh, the little gif where Camille and Fla, Fa float towards each other during breathe is just really cute. I like it. It's nice. I want to see more Fa. Yeah. Uh, and also every single episode ends with the, narr- with the narrator saying, you will see the tears of time, which is the most Whoa. ominous statement of all time. Is that That's every scary. single one? Because, like, every only... single one. <laughs> oh my God. Because I watch, I don't watch... Uh, I watched the preview for the 
third episode that we do every Wild Call Robot episode. Okay. Just because, mm. like, I kind of want to know. I want to know what's going to happen. Like, you want a little bit of an, you want an appetizer. Yeah. I want a little kind of... Um, wet well, your appetite. Wetter. Um, but yeah, I've heard this twice, and every time I'm like, okay. The other thing I want to shout out is that the uh, Zeta Gundam ending theme sounds like the Wii shop music. <laughs> you put that in the Discord like, the other day, and I lost it. <laughs> And since I found this out, I've just been like listening to the Wii Shop music on repeat. I can't listen to the Wii Shop channel music without thinking of the Nirvana, the, the, uh, the Nirvana, the band to show skit where they like sing the game names over the Wii Shop channel music. Okay, I've not seen either, this. I'm I'll not post it after the episode. It will get stuck in your head, so I can't hear it without going like Super Mario RPG. Sonic the Hedgehog, Donkey Kong Three. It, it'll it'll like burrow its way into your brain. <laughs> okay. It's well, so funny. Now you can now you can sing that over the Z ending. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll combine all my interests. Yeah. Um. So next episode, father and son. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um. Hey, y'all seen space? It's fucking gorgeous. It Love is. Love to see space. I like to see the rings Let's of Saturn. Yeah, and a dead body. The majesty of the universe. Yeah. And <laughs> the final the frontier. <laughs> the final frontier. It will, it can and will kill you. Yeah. Um, is dangerous. They say some philosophy kind of stuff that I didn't really write down, but I was like Kermit nodding while the narrator was telling me this. Yeah, it's just kind of like generic Gundam stuff, like, uh, you know, uh, souls of people who are lost in, in combat will never see peace. I, I don't know who that might be referring to. Who knows? Um, nah, impossible yeah. to say. Yeah. Um, and then our kind of first scene is someone being like, Oi, 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 Mr. Bast, you've got to hire some space noids for the Titans. Like, you've got to hire some, some, some non-Earth people for the Titans. I don't know why I chose that accent. That wasn't how it was in the sub. There are some really bad accents in the sub, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, Basque and Jamaican are watching play of the game from the last battle. Um, yeah. <laughs> just on repeat, just Quattro shooting people's heads off in, in Lyrictius, you know. As one does. They say, wow, cool red comet. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about how like, they don't really have quite enough firepower to, to fight back right now, so we got to... We got to get some big brain folks who aren't from Earth because we got to get we got to tap into some of that new type juice. Yeah, um, man, we're just wild that like you know Franklin was talking about wanting to get some uh, um, you know some some Xeon technology for the next line of mobile suits, and now uh, Jamaican Jamaican I don't know how to say his name. It's ridiculous. Uh, is like, well, we should really get you know we should get some space noids, and like you know Basque is just not into this, I, and I just don't know where it's gonna go. It's you know they keep being like, let's get some space noids involved. <laughs> well, it's it's because I you know you know Basque is fighting the anti Earth Union group, so I think like as a baseline he has to be pro Earth, so we can't have any space noids. He has yeah. to get them, you know, home them homegrown boys from Earth. Yeah, terrestrial boys like Jared only. <laughs> oh, oh, just just more Jarrets. Yeah, that's all I want out of Zeta. We need Oops, we need Jarrett's. boys with more Earthbound milk in their bones. <laughs> mm, yummy. Delicious. We need boys with taller hair. <laughs> we we need as much pomade as the army can afford. Do yeah. you think that Do you think that Jared's hair used to be smaller when it was on Earth, but now that he's up in space and his hair is no longer restrained by Earth's gravity, that it's free to grow higher and higher? Yes, this is yeah, canon. absolutely. It's it's. Yeah. I think it's a theme. No one could argue. It's a hair. It. 
it's about hair, this show. It's about yeah. hair. Um, so yeah, we get like a thing about the Titans. They're like looking for a HQ. Um, and then we cut over to the Argama and I just, Quattro has fucking Jojo arms. They're the most, I just have it written down that just Quattro is fucking jacked. His arms are He's- so big. <laughs> He spends his entire spare time doing, like, pull-ups and push-ups and all other kinds of ups. He has a Vegeta gravity chamber on the Argama. It has to be. Oh, well, I mean, the, the Argama does have gravity bits in it. They okay. put that in so that Quattro could work yeah. out. Like, you know yeah, when yeah. um when it's not in combat and it's got the two big spinny arms? Mm-hmm. So yeah. the two big boxes on the end of those are the residential units. So when they're oh. not in combat, they can have gravity while they're like sleeping and, and you know, drinking coffee and like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And mm-hmm. so, so Quattro is in that, but it's spinning like really, really, really <laughs> fast. They make everybody go inside the ship and just spin it up just so that like Quattro can do push ups. Yeah. <laughs> um. And we see, hey, they're repainting Gundam finally. They're like, okay, so if we're going to have these Gundams, we can't have them be cop colors. Let's just yeah. paint it like the old one and call we're, it a day. Yeah, we're doing they, Gunpla. They saw last week's episode art for Wow Cool Robot and they said, oh, wow, we got to give Max more work and make him make another. Uh, <laughs> yeah, God. At <laughs> least I have like the half the show with the regular Gundam now. Yeah. I don't need to change it for another couple months. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the dad is there doing what my dad does whenever anyone's fixing cars in his presence and is just being like a micromanager. Yeah. Mm, Actually, my dad's not as bad as the dad in this show. Yeah, it's a pretty high bar to clear. Yeah, I mean, has your dad ever grabbed a welder and threatened to kill somebody with it? Normal stuff. Normal, normal, normal stuff. (laughs) He's like, yeah, they're like, Franklin, hey, buddy, you're getting a little close. Like, remember your position. And he's like, "Um, hey, check this out. And he, like, pokes the welder like the blowtorch into a guy's chest and he's like, well, this could kill you. So um, how about you come yeah. with me? If if my dad were to say the line, this torch can cut flesh, it would be as a warning for me to be careful when using it yes. and not as a literal threat to someone's life. Yeah. Everything's different <sighs> in space. So he's going to he's gonna take a Richard Diaz because he and, and not only any of them, but he's like, I want the red one. Because he does not respect the man of Quattro Bagina, which will become his undoing. He just, I don't, I don't care for this guy much. <laughs> do not protect men who do not respect Quattro Bagina. <sighs> One person is allowed to have a red robot. Yeah, and it's either Char Aznable or Quattro Bagina. I don't care which. Yeah, as long as one of them has a red robot. And we don't know what Char's up to right now. He's off doing Char stuff or something. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Whatever, whatever he's doing, he's probably in a red robot. Yeah, he's he's taking some time off. He's just <laughs> like kind of relaxing, having a little recharge. Yeah, he's enjoying some cocktails somewhere. <laughs> I wonder if he has a butler. Ugh. 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 <laughs> Fuck people with butlers. Ugh. So yeah, Camille Camille like wants to go out and stop him, but Quattro's like nobody you can't do this like do you think you can fire your own dad goodbye could you shoot your own dad camille <laughs> he looks directly in the camera when he says this <laughs> camille literally says the line i can't believe he've done he's done this whenever <laughs> uh franklin steals the rick Diaz. it's good <laughs> and i either rakoa or emma i can't tell uh is like trying to like you know hold camille still and trying to get him from escaping but he's very he's a slippery boy he's covered yeah. in butter it's it's Rekola right now she's the one who's kind of like keeping a handle on him uh okay, while he runs yeah. around the ship she's she's got the leash 
<laughs> she's, she's got the monkey leash. Yeah. I think I think what they did was they changed the leash to be one of those dog leashes that like stretches out and comes back so that he like thinks he's got a little more mobility and so he doesn't cause as much kind of chaos. Mm-hmm. And then we get we get it we get a, an interesting line here from the tan Abraham Lincoln stripper looking guy on the bridge crew. <laughs> they, they say that Quattro has BRCE. Okay, I'm I'm working through it. I, I know two I know what two of the letters are or two of the words are going to be. Hit me. Big red comet energy. Derek, all right, yeah. I, I, I thought it was Char, and I was like, BR. Yeah, he's like, I was at the Battle of Aboaku. I was in a salami. And I sort of feel, I, I didn't witness this, I didn't witness the Zeong, but I feel the same power from the red comet that I do from Quattro. I wonder if this there could be a link. But as we all know, correlation does not equal causation, so they're probably yeah. two different people. Listen, uh, lots of people can have immense new type power. It's, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I also I do want to mention that Quattro does is doing piloting without a normal suit on. He's like in the robot with his fucking sick sleeveless. It makes uh, him fight up. better. Yeah, mm. listen, mm. he's got to hop into Gundam and he's got to feel it uh, just with his bare skin. He's just got a nothing between him and that Gundam. He's never been able to do this before. <laughs> it's it's like you know I don't know if either of you have driven a car that doesn't have power steering. Basically, Quattro turns on the limiters off in his Gundam so he can, like, drive it without the power steering that Gundam has, which is why he needs to have his muscle out to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And that's why he works out. It just, it just, it just, you know, it makes the piloting experience better and, more importantly, just way more erotic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You gotta see the muscles ripple. <laughs> that's what we're all thinking. You've got my muscles. My muscles. My muscles. Um, Camille has this buck wild line uh, while he's in the argama where he's like oh i can't believe dad left to go and see his girlfriend yeah <laughs> God. Can, and yeah and he gets all mad about like at uh, i think requa he's like oh like so you have a normal family fuck off mate this boy has issues I- i'm starting to think yeah give him space therapy please <laughs> Do they have they have a therapist on the Argama? They really should. They really should. I think they like they just assign you a dad when you get there. Yeah. To replace your old shitty dad. <laughs> like I just th- things things are sort of going crazy from here because they're all fighting, like they're all trying to grab Franklin. Jared like blows Quattro's Gundam's leg off, and at this point, Quattro's in a normal looking Gundam. This doesn't have cop colors. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, we see we see Franklin in in getting horny in the cockpit, which is a fun <sighs> thing to write down. Oh god, yeah, he's, just he's horny, <laughs> not just for the robot, but also for Margarita. Like, yeah. Fuck just, this guy. Don't do it. Wow, cool like, mistress. Every ugh, like in my notes, like every three lines, I just have the words "fuck this guy." Yeah, it's just oof. Ah! Yeah. But Camille gets in an armless Gundam that hasn't been painted yet to yeah. join the fight. Oh shit. Because you guys are watching the sub, you probably um, may not have noticed. He does a really, he does a funny fake voice. He like puts his, tints his visor to black and is like, hey, I've, I've been aside to steal this, to take this robot. Oh I my mean. God. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. What, what he says in the sub, he says something like, well, they ordered all the robots to fight. So I got to go out on this one. See ya. <laughs> and they just let him. They know that they can't stop this boy. Oh, yeah. Like once he gets in there and locks the door, you know, the blondes are like, eh. That's eh, fine. Eh, they're, let him they're go. They're way too trusting because, like, anytime anything like weird happens, they're like, "Ah, we could probably trust Emma. It's fine. Ah, we could probably trust uh, Camille. It's fine. Just let him go do it. It's you know, it'll work out." What do you mean you can't? Everything did work out. <laughs> Everything worked out totally fine. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, also, the Gundam that Camille steals only has one arm. Yeah, right. It's, yeah. it's Gunpla. It's Gunpla. He's not. Done, <laughs> they're not done building it yet. <laughs> Camille, like, uh, he eventually gets out. Um, they're like, yeah, well, whatever. Tesla skills. We'll see how he does. And he gets out, and he catches up to Franklin, and he like puts his own dad in a leg lock. It's pretty cool. <laughs> and he aims at him, and his dad's like, "You should be grateful for everything I've done for you." And and Camille's like, "You don't understand me, Dad." Oh, okay, 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 yeah. but, like, his dad, his dad is saying all this sh- fucking bullshit and being like, you're not gonna shoot your own dad, right, but the dad, meanwhile, is, like, finger on the trigger of his own robot, like, trying to shoot his own son? Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, too sweaty to shoot, though. Like, he doesn't know how to, like, when it comes to it, he can't really pilot the mobile suit in combat. He's too, he's too sweaty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he, he just slides off. Yeah. That's yeah. why you gotta take your normal suit off and get your shredded muscles on. But Franklin has no shredded <laughs> you, muscles. You gotta get that tactile feel. Yeah. You need a <laughs> you need a, a moisture wicking uh sleeveless turtleneck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> moisture wicking. God. It's like a workout shirt. Yeah. Uh what happens next though after we have this little showdown? Um Quattro kills him. Uh <laughs> oops. Uh oh. Wait, is it Quattro that kills him? I thought it was like stray fire from the Argama. Oh, it yeah. might be, yeah. Stray fire from someone. Yeah. Like, because I've got written down get wrecked, Franklin, but by someone else. And I've in big notes I've got question mark, question mark, who is it? Because I never figured that out. Yeah, he used like a voice afterwards. Yeah. Someone's like, oh, I've killed your dad. And he's like, oh, someone I, killed I my dad. I thought that was Quattro's voice actor, um, but maybe, maybe I misheard it. it. I mean, if I feel like if it's a mysterious voice, it has to be Quattro, because he's like the only character who can like sort of new type Skype someone like that. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe he meant like our side. I don't know. It's it, it's it's a little bit confusing. But the important thing is his dad is has beefed it and is like floating out into space. He's dead. Oops. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Because, but... Like, what I was going to say was, like, the show is kind of frames this in a way that it should be some kind of, like, mystery of, like, who who shot Franklin Delano Moneymaker. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I don't, like, I don't, I don't know if you guys got that. And will this be a thing that comes up again? Like, I don't really care who killed Franklin. I'm just glad he's dead. Yeah, I think the way that it kind of reads more to me is just the combat in in Zeta is just a lot more, like, frantic and chaotic. And it's kind of like, yeah, his mobile shoot gets shot up and he kind of, like, crawls out of the cockpit for some reason and then just gets, like, fucking blasted by some stray fire from somebody off screen. Like, I think that's just... It's setting us up for what Zeta's gonna be like. <laughs> yeah, like mm. honestly, every time the there's like more than three space lasers on screen in Zeta, I kind of just vague out because like I can't track what's happening. Okay, well, th- well, I have good news. The Gundam Wiki does not mention any of this, so we'll never find out. Yeah, cool, um, great. <laughs> really, really wish it could have, but um, oh well. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, at this point, the the, di- the Titans get the orders to retreat. Because they've lost, they've lost their bargaining chip with Franklin and their Richard Diaz, so they're like, "All right, yeah. whatever, let's go home, take our take our ball and leave." J- Jared is here saying uh, Prince Zuko dialogue. My honor. <laughs> shit, yeah, shit like that. I don't care for Jared much. <laughs> I do like that everyone just dunks on Jared. Like around yeah. this point yeah. now, they're like, "Wow, you really suck at this, buddy." Yeah, it's like Jared's like, "Oh, I've got to, I've got to regain my honor. I've got to prove myself." And like Bass, like, "You got to actually do anything before you can have pride. Mm-hmm. Come on, just be good." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not owned. I'm not owned. I'm not owned. 
Um, Camille says the line of like, why do you guys fight? Fighting only causes problem. But he says this while he's repeatedly firing his beam saber in their general direction. Uh-huh. It's, this dude does like, he's not good at aiming, first of all. Well, he's good at punchies. Uh, he's, yeah, exactly. He's a melee fighter. He's not good at ranged combat. Yeah. He yeah, went to judo yeah. class. He always skipped pistol range shooting. Um, just never did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, they're like, we cut over. We see the Titans. Basque is like heading back to grips. And he's talking to one of his commanders. And he's like, yeah, assume um, half the Federation army is AUG. They're probably not at Granada. Let's keep looking for him, buddy. Which is like, I feel like half is a really big estimate here. Yeah. I think maybe I missed that because... I did not. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. The only thing I picked up on was that, like, the Argama is now gonna drive over to Earth mm-hmm. for some reason. Road trip, baby. Taking yeah. a little road trip. We're going. Um. Yeah. I. I think this is like you know probably as much like paranoia on Basque's part as anything. Um. Mm. Yeah. We'll we'll see this play out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we get like a, a scene in the like Argama the, the green, green room. room. Yeah, the tree <laughs> it's room. The green room. It's got two ferns and some green lights. It's you know. Colin, why is yeah. it green? It's where you go between, to vibe. Between two okay. ferns. Yeah. They just they yeah they, okay so they've got like a little smoke machine in the corner and like nice green light for vibing and being sad about possibly accidentally maybe but not quite shooting your own dad. If uh, mm-hmm. if this anime was made in 2015, it would be blue and pink um, with uh, checkerboard floors and uh, lasers occasionally, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we, this is just like a pretty buck wild scene. A lot of, they, they pack a lot of exposition into these couple of minutes here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, Quattro's talking about how he's like, okay, Emma, you're probably a spy. And she's like, yeah, yeah I get that. You know, I would oh, think also- you're a spy too. Emma outfit change. She looks. Emma outfit change. Yeah, it's cool. She's in like a nice, nice little like sleeveless dress. This it's because yeah. she's a probationary officer now, I guess. Right. And like part of that is getting her into something sleeveless. You can't have sleeves yeah. in the Argama. <laughs> something okay, Colin. Maybe you can help me out here because something I don't really get is we see the Titans on their collars of their normal suits and their jackets. Otherwise, they have their, their sort of rank there. You know, there's like those little like diamond studs and some like stripes denoting your rank. But also, the egg does the exact same thing. I mm, assume yeah, that's I because the AUG is technically mostly people who've uh, defected from the Titans in the oh, Federation. Okay, uh, so they'd be they'd probably use the same rank structure, but they wouldn't be using like Zeon emblems or anything. I mean, we certainly don't know anybody from like who served in Zeon who's currently serving in AUG at all. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah Qu- Quattro was like uh, you know raised on Earth. Yeah, he. he... <laughs> You know, joined joined the ranks of the Federation, became disillusioned with this power structure there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's that's good to know. Um, but yeah, like Emma kind of came in here, felt the vibe, and was like, "Okay, I want to join AUG, so I'm gonna kind of show that by cutting all the sleeves off all of my outfits." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just to here. prove it. Yeah, um, yeah, they kind of yeah. People, uh, the the conversation moves on to like the concept of parenthood. Mm-hmm. Um, which which Camille's not 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 having a fun time with here. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Camille would really like five minutes to process the fact that both of his parents have died in like half a day. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, it really has been like a, a day at most, huh? Yeah. Whew. Whew. 
he, he talks about, he's like, well, you know, I'm rejecting my parents. They're not normal parents. They're, they're like weird military freaks. They always ignore me, their child. And Quattro's like, okay, yeah, maybe your parents sucked, but you can use this opportunity to create a better world for future children. You know, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Quattro, 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 Quattro. Bahena, I understand that that you're trying to be helpful here, but this boy, in more ways than one, just needs space. Yeah, Quite literally. But, but Quattro's got to say the themes, and the themes are you must create a better world for the next generation of children. Quite literally. <laughs> yeah. He literally does say that. Yeah. <laughs> also, the themes are: Have you ever sure heard of Shara Aznable? That's oh, the other this, theme. <laughs> this part is so funny. It's so good. Yeah. Have you ever heard of my good friend Shar Asnavel? <laughs> <laughs> my good buddy, my my pen pal. I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> it's like he talks. It's like, oh well, you know, his circumstances are the same. And and like when he mentioned to Camille, Camille's like, oh yeah, I know him. Like he's a, he, I look up to him. He, I have a poster. I have a fat head of him in my room. <laughs> like, <laughs> Me too, buddy. Me too. And, like, at this point, like, Camille is, like, sobbing, and he runs out, and he's, like, crying on the bed. And Rakoa's like, why the hell did you say all of that crazy shit, dude? <laughs> dude, you gotta stop talking about Char. Yeah. What a I terrible feel like idea. Bringing him up. I feel like Rakoa's a little sus about this, because she's, like, giving... Oh, yeah, totally. She's giving Quattro some looks. Like, she knows that Quattro is a direct pen pal of Char Aznable. Yeah. <laughs> She knows that Quatcher knows Shar better than anyone else ever could. She yeah. wants Shar's number. She, she wants his P.O. box so she can send him space mail. Yeah. I don't and and Quatro just keeps giving her like inappropriate arm touches too, just constantly. <laughs> yeah. Like it was no, it's just, no, it's You know a, why he's doing it? He's like trying to subtly hint to her that she's not jacked enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason. That's the reason she gets sent to Earth in the next episode because she needs to go back and train Swarm before they let her back on the Argama. Yeah, they gotta send her to that Earth gravity to do those push-ups. Yeah. Oh man, you must be your your arms must be this wide to enter the Argama. <laughs> Every time they send her to the, like the workout room, she like secretly turns the like spin rate down so the gravity is less, so that she can get her like assigned quantity of reps in before coming back to work. And like they just want to send her to somewhere where you can't adjust the gravity. Right. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just like this th- this whole scene. Like the impression that you get is that like Quattro constantly fucking plays the char card when he's talking about anything. <laughs> He plays the shard. Yeah. The shard. Um, but to, to make it clear, vegetable. he isn't Char. He just, no, you no, know, he's, he's a to- totally normal guy who just can't help but name drop all of his famous friends. That's why he won't oh, stop yeah. talking about Char and Lala and Amaro. <laughs> Look, if I was friends with Taylor Swift, you know I would be talking about her every damn day. I mean, I think I already do, but even just, more so yeah, if we were buddies. You talk about Taylor Swift all the time doesn't mean that you are Taylor Swift. You we're know? different people. I have a poster from my room. I wouldn't have a poster of myself in my room, you know? Yeah, you're a completely different person to Taylor okay, Swift. But now I'm just imagining Taylor Swift with Char's helmet from 0079, and it's a really good look. That's okay, good look. we have to stop recording right now because I have to, like, <laughs> run to the woods or something. I don't know. I'm having a moment. <laughs> Char voice. Because now we got bad blood. <laughs> in, when, when they make the Gundam live action movie, Taylor Swift will play Sayla. Yeah. 
<laughs> Actually, that would be. I would. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> She's the only blonde woman I know. <laughs> there's only one. Okay, but what about Chris Hemsworth as Quattro? That's that'd be good. I want to see Chris Hemsworth with a mullet. That would be pretty cool. I think. I'm just thinking, like, just his like arms. They they just need his arms. <laughs> yeah. They just. <laughs> He's the, he's the arm CGI model. They have a totally different actor for the face. Yeah, yeah, they just see <laughs> Chris Hemsworth arms off. Okay, What's the before, next episode? Before, uh, no, never mind. <laughs> to Earth. <laughs> what are you saying, Sarah? <laughs> no, I can't talk about it. We're in the next episode. No, to Earth. We've, we've moved on. <sighs> Jared's in, like, war classroom right now. Jared and, and Leela and a bunch of the other Federation people are, like, sort of being briefed on the Argama's moves. And they, you know, they discussed like, oh, they're probably going to Earth. They're probably going to attack the, the the sort of Earth satellite defense network here. And like, it was, that's like about all we get for the scene for now. Everyone's yeah. just, like picking on Jared. It's yeah. great. They're all telling Jared yeah. that he sucks shit. Um, and then I they, guess and like, they should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what happens next? Oh yeah, the Rick Diaz is fucked up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like Camille's like it's like it must be so difficult to have to pick up all the parts of that bullshit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's like saying this while he's drinking a juice box, and like the voice lines are voiced like they're kind of around a straw. I really like little touches like that. <laughs> like he's kind of muffled because he's like drinking out of a juice box the same time and trying to talk. <laughs> That's And acting. he says, he says the thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. He like I I guess this boy this this small unsupervised child who has to wear a leash because he's a maniac is designing Zeta Gundam. <laughs> Yeah, he's just playing around. It's like they they just kind of it's like when you put your kid like at a computer, but you're like the only thing that you have is like The Sims and like uh, Crusader Kings 2 and you like leave him alone there for an hour and you come back and he's like unified all of Europe. You know, they just kids get up to it. It's like yeah. when you put a bunch of toddlers and monkey leashes in a room with a bunch of typewriters, eventually yeah. they'll create Zeta Gundam. Yeah. <laughs> like he finished the Gunpla, so he gets to name it. Yeah. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's I mean Mike, when has he found the time? Because the AU guy is like, yeah, I I can tell you've like sort of combined the Rick DS and the Gundam Mark II. Camille has not had a single like free minute since he's been in contact with both of these machines because he's either been like watching his mom die or watching his dad die or having Emma and Quatra restrain him from like shooting people. Yeah. Hey, look, the guy, the guy says, the guy is like, oh, this must be new type maths. He's really, like, when you're a new type, you could just do mods really fast. It's yeah. good. Ask God, she's like, you're totally a new type. And Camille's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, 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 thank you, please. This is the first time that Camille, that anyone's ever, like, bothered mentioning to Camille that he might be a new type. Because people yeah. have just been talking about him for the last six episodes. Mm-hmm. And, like, apparently he doesn't need to know this. When they can take him to McDonald's without him throwing a tantrum is when he'll be mature enough to learn that he's a new type. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Camille isn't a new type. Quattro isn't Char. They're just two regular boys. Normal people. <laughs> Folks, we keep telling you this. It's not hard to understand. <laughs> but, he, yeah, he takes a Zeta chip. He, he He's walking through the hallways. Side note, I love... I don't know if we see it much in the Argama, but I love that they sort of have these, like, handles that you can hold on the hall to, like, mm. propel you forward because it's a zero-G environment. Yeah. It's a cute mm. touch. But he mm. sees... He sees Rekoa. And he's like, ah, oh, girl. But then he gets a little closer and he sees Quattro. And he's like, oh, girl and a different boy. Ew. And I, I don't know if he, like, tosses her the Zeta chip on purpose or lets go of it accidentally and sort of storms no, off. No, I think it's, like, an accident. Because, 
like, you know, the situation where she comes over later to give it to him, he's like, oh no, and like does some more awkward teen bullshit. It took me so long to figure out why he was doing this awkward teen bullshit. Like, I just couldn't figure it out. It yeah. was a mystery to me. Yeah, Rick was kind of his girlfriend mom, and now he's running off to Emma, who's his new girlfriend mom, and it's just, it's weird. It's, uh, Camille's having a little tantrum. <laughs> Oof. Ugh. I mean, like, he's 17, so it checks out. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know how to have an emotion until last year, so. <laughs> Again, <laughs> that's why you're, like, that's why you were able to make Gundam and none of us were. Yeah, that's, yeah, I get to name it. You get to name it, <laughs> exactly. Um... So, so he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go see a different girl now. Yeah. He goes to Emma. And, like, we, we sort of learn that Rekoa is leaving the AUG soon. Like, mm. Re- Rekoa meets back up with him, gives him the chip. And then she starts talking with Emma, like, in the room. And and then this is a cool scene because we see, like, the Abraham Lincoln bridge crew, like, surveilling Emma's room. Yeah. They do not respect her yeah. privacy. The, Don't do that. The thing that's especially hilarious is they're in a room that's like literally around the corner too, that's just filled with TVs. <laughs> I it just it's weird. <laughs> it's just mm. Arg- the Argonne seems like a buckwild place to live. Yeah. I think they I'm sure they have a nice cafe though. It seems nice. Yeah. Probably, probably yeah, they got a nice canteen up in there, I think. They got a Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> they've got you know, they've got sharp fat heads on the walls. Yeah. They have they have a combination Taco Bell KFC in there. <laughs> um so yeah, uh, Emma learns about police brutality yeah. from Rekua. Again. Yeah, it turns I mean, like, out like she, she she's getting many she's getting many revelations here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah you hit his call. Yeah, uh, it turns out the Titans did a big war crime, and when uh, uh, Colony Thirty uh, of like I can't remember if it was Side Seven or Side Three, but a colony had a protest about police violence, and the Titans filled the entire colony with poison gas and killed everybody in it. Oops. <laughs> uh oh, ah beans. Yeah, and like we see Emma head in her hands, sitting on her bed not having a good time learning this. Yeah. And Camille's like listening from around the corner and being like, Oh, I knew, I knew that wasn't just, you know, police protests or something like. <laughs> yeah. Cause like there's the, there's the difference where Emma is kind of like, she doesn't want to believe it. She's like, Oh, but, but the, the cops exist to protect us. And Camille is like, mm, I've also just found this out, but I also then immediately believe it because I hate cops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah, you, Camille. Yeah. Thank you, Camille. Yeah, we cut over to the Titans, who are... This is them recruiting Space Noids, right? Uh, this is... They're kind this of like... This is still ta- the briefing. Yeah, they, they're kind of like... They've uh, taken in some... Feder- like a Federation ship. Uh, like, uh, Leela's whole crew is basically, like, joining up with them, and they're being, like, sent off to go hunt down Aeug. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but whoever these guys who are being recruited are, they're fucking jazzed about the benefits. <laughs> They get yeah, three oh whole more days of vacation a month. Three more days? <laughs> oh, <yeah>. nice. <laughs> nice. Wahoo. Um, Jared gets owned again by Leela. I love to see it. Yeah. It's good. Um, But Jared also gets promoted a- ahead of everybody else and is put in charge. And uh, Leela doesn't like that and proceeds to dom him. <laughs> in the hallway, too. <laughs> and oh, Jared is thoroughly domed here it, it it rules he deserves it this is like an incredibly the sexual tension here is unbelievable i don't like it it turns out jared gets mommy um and that's kind of really <laughs> uncomfortable is it, uh, she's like oh commence operations from my ship the bosnia oh, oh big boy it's uh, just oh. i don't want i don't want this not in my gundam <laughs> 
Okay, I, I literally have no idea what you guys are talking about because the vibe here for me is just like Jared fucking can't get over himself and Leela comes over and is like, dude, you have to get over yourself. I can help you get over yourself. Come on my ship and I'll just kind of teach you about the ways of the space. Like I, That's all I, it was for me? She said it with a side eye emoji though. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there's a side eye emoji. Great. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you gotta have the subtitles on to see the emojis yeah. that she adds. <laughs> the emojis they put in the subtitles. I, I appreciate that she's trying to teach him how to become new type. Like that's it does definitely does not work that way, but like I appreciate her for like okay, like he's like kind of serious about swallowing his pride, so I'll, I'll I'll humor him a little yeah. bit. It is nice to see Jared finally admit that he does suck shit. Um, yeah. Oh, I love to hear it from his yeah. mouth. It's great. I'm surprised it only took him six episodes. Yeah, you know, it's like, okay, we have a little bit of development. I still I still want to see him get sucked into the vacuum of space, but like, all right, this is a point for you, Jared. Yeah. So, and then, and then we, we get it cut over to the Arkama again. Camille's talking to Quattro this time about the Colony 30 riot. He sort of asks about, you know, like, how to do the right thing, and when can I take this stupid monkey leash off? <laughs> Quattro is, like, so chill. Like, Quattro's, Quattro's dad. Week. Yeah. The reason, the reason that you, I know that Quattro isn't Char is because Quattro smokes weed, and Char would never smoke weed. Oh my god, no! Char would like take a single like, like hit of a joint, and then like start coughing f- way harder than he needs to. And, yeah, like, and then he'd water. finish coughing, and he'd be a completely different person. Quattro would like take a gravity bong hit and just get into Rick Diaz immediately. And then, like, <laughs> yeah. when he's done fighting, it gets back to base, then exhale. Yeah, you know, he would, um, Quattro would do, like, just some dabs, and he would actually fall asleep for eight years, wake up with much longer hair, put on sunglasses because he's not accustomed to the light anymore, and, uh, you know, just go about being a different person, maybe. The reason he always wears sunglasses is be- his-, his eyes are bloodshot <laughs> to a concerning degree. <laughs> It's so, because he has to, that, and that's why he had the combination KFC taco put in the Argama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, man. And, and, and yeah, and he learns that Rek was leaving the AUG. And so Camille runs off to tell her something because, again, girl. Yeah. And then, and then, um, it turns out Quattro knows a lot of famous people because he, he says he keeps hmm. name dropping. Normal people like Quattro just gotta keep name dropping. Yeah, people he reminds that they don't me. Know. He reminds me of my good friend and buddy of many many years, Amaro Ray. Cool. <laughs> Thank you, Quattro. Yeah. <laughs> my buddy who definitely doesn't have a fucking swimming pool. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. I'm getting mad. So I'm much. getting mad. <laughs> I'm so like I'm just like I'm seeing that part of my notes and I'm just like. I'm like Camille in like the first episode when he was growling at the cop. <laughs> Except I'm growling at the cop and the cop is fucking oh! We'll get we'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get yeah. there, we'll get there. We're almost there. Uh, yeah. So we we see Lila, Leela giving Jared new type tips again to sort of sense sense the enemy hostility through the mobile suit. You open your mind to the vacuum of space. Yeah. Hey, Jared, these three weird tips will make you help fight in space. That wasn't a sentence. We'll help you fight in space. <laughs> Number one may surprise you. Number one is let your soul be freed from Earth's gravity. Is That's really mm-hmm. the important part. Uh, you got to get it all, all loose. You got out there to start feeling stuff. <laughs> Number two is war is bad. Yeah. Uh, number three is wow. Biocool Robot. Ah, and, and look at that. Now you're a new type. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> we did it, folks. We did it. Yeah. 
uh, back at the Argama, Camille kind of goes over to Requa in her little kind of like space car uh, just to kind of be horny. This is yeah. the point yeah. of the episode, which I realized it was a horny episode. <laughs> he's not even like able to say anything to her either. Yeah, he's he's kind of like, you don't have to leave or I can go with you. And she's like, you idiot. Only one person can fit in this space car. <laughs> this show is so fucking good at like portraying teen awkwardness like it just oh yeah it like the heat of teen awkwardness coming off of the screen is like i gotta put sunscreen on to watch this show i gotta put sunglasses (laughs) on to watch this yeah i was gonna say yeah you gotta wear caught your sunglasses it's it's like camille gets to reco and he's like oh i didn't think i'd get this far and he just like freezes (laughs) up completely it's great yeah that is kind of a thing I like about this versus 0079 is 0079 is just like all teens all the way down. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like nice to see a teen in an environment that's like mostly adults who are trying to deal with his bullshit as he just like runs around the ship designing mobile yeah. suits and whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, what if Amro had 10 Matildas all around him at all times? <laughs> Actually, that would be a, uh, that'd be pretty, that'd be pretty harrowing. I think. Yeah, it would be horrible, and I'm kind of looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking directly at it. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying not to look at it. Oh, also, um, oh, Quattro fucking destroys a satellite. I'm not quite sure what that what that was up with. I th- I think it's so Rekoa can like safely get to Earth. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a couple of things. the The first one that he blows up, they call the um the solar energy satellite, um, which I guess based on my knowledge of dumb sci-fi bullshit is like it's getting a lot of electricity power that it's then beaming to like the other satellites in the area that might shoot at them and, and also it's beaming, to, it's beaming to one specific person's house yeah as well. it, it might also be beaming to one specific person's house because <laughs> uh, while quattro is destroying a satellite we find out that Rekua is going to jaburo yeah maybe she's gonna go surfing. i remember that from gundam yeah Gundam! Jaburo, like from South Gundam. America from Gundam. Um, yeah, and then Camille is like, oh, 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 I gotta go protect Rekua! And steals another robot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still no arm. And Still no arm, again, because he cannot be stopped. Uh, it, cut to space, Jared is like amazed at Leela's new type power. She's able to dodge things without really looking around. He's like, whoa, your brain is so big. How do you do that? <laughs> and then... Something happens. We see something, and I'm mad about it still. Just some, some, ah! someone else take this. I can't. I'm too mad. Sarah, you want to take this one? No. So uh, we go down to Earth. Uh, we're in, I believe, South Dakota, if I remember correctly, at an ah! opulent American Frank Lloyd Wright style mansion with a swimming pool. And sitting outside of it is none other is a a, a young man with curly brown hair. Uh, and he sees a flash in the sky, and then his butler comes out and says, He's got a fucking uh, butler! M- Mr. Amaro Ray, the power's gone out. Fucking bourgeois! <laughs> 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 Amaro Ray is in, a, uh, is in the American Midwest with a, a poolside hanging out with a butler. This I'm is... So the be, be our beloved little boy Amro Ray. This is maybe the most. This is tonal not my. Bla- this is not boy. my beautiful boy. This is a bourgeois traitor. <laughs> this is the most jarring way to be reintroduced to the hero of the first show. It's like, oh yeah, he's rich now and has a pool. What are you gonna do about it, asshole? <laughs> like okay, like okay, so so like, I'm finished being mad. I'm trying to like look at this I'm objectively. Not. 
I'm not finished being mad, but I'm repressing it fiercely. I'm very good at that. Um, like earlier in shot, like two days ago, I was like, you know, actually, yeah, it was. I had I watched the f- first two episodes of this week yesterday, and then I was just like, I, I took a day to like stew on them, <laughs> and I was just thinking, I was like, you know, at this point in the show. I don't give a fuck about Amaro Ray. I don't care about that motherfucker. That, 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 I just, I just want to know about my boys. Go- and then, and then this episode, he just like turns up, and I'm like, ah, fucking, I'm looking away. Oh man, I pretend I do not see it. When you post in the chat that you're just like, man, I just like, I'm fully separated from Amaro Ray. I don't care about it anymore. And I was just like, wow, I can't wait for you to get the next episode. <laughs> He's just there. My fucking timing. There's no warning. Hey, what do you think uh, Amro's butler's name is? Uh, croquet. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Cro- Mr. Croquet and Amro's butler. I, I believe that. <laughs> uh, or Except it's fucking, because it's Gundam, it's like fucking croquette, and there's an apostrophe in there somewhere. Oh, man. Yeah, you had a glottal stop up in his name. Uh, Sarah, did the butler have an English accent in the dub? I, like, I honestly, like, my eyes blacked out. went, I blacked out, and I have no idea. He sounded, he did sound very posh, but I can't remember if it was, like, an actual English accent, or if it was just, like, that American posh accent that sounds yeah. not quite English. Yeah, the transatlantic accent. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm afraid to ask, does he actually have a name? I don't know. Okay, good. Okay. I was really afraid that you are going to hit me with his name and it would have, like, burned the skin off my face like you opened the Ark of the Covenant in front of me or something. His, but- his butler's name is, like, Jeeves. Yeah. His name is Jeeves Jimbler. <laughs> I'm turning to a Dark Souls hollow right now. I can't wait to find out how Amaro got rich. Other than from being an Instagram influencer or from, like... Allowing his image to be used on you, shit bags. Oh man, I'm. Uh, we'll we'll find out. We'll find out very soon. <sighs> Gonna have a panic attack when it happens. <laughs> or just by fucking selling side postcards of himself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what Bright's been doing, I guess. Uh, True. Yeah. <laughs> Bright started an OnlyFans for himself. <laughs> um, Amaru told Bright about how to do this. He's like, "Hey, Bright, like I made all this money by like this, <laughs> and you can too." Uh, <sighs> so. We, we have to move on because yeah. we're going to talk about this for like two hours. Yeah, we're back up in space. <laughs> we're back up in space. I want to go back to space. I don't like <sighs> being held down by Amro's fucking wealth aura. <laughs> J- Jared is attacking Camille again. All they know how to do is like melee each other and just like wrestling. It's like, I guess it's sort of like judo in Gundams and robots. Jared literally runs out of bullets and throws his gun at Camille. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> Camille, like, he, he first he cuts the Hyzak's hand off, which is cool. Then he kicks it in the dick, which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, like, Reku is, like, finally able to launch. And while uh, Camille is distracted, Jared goes for him. But Camille, like, gets his beam saber out in time and cuts, like, the side of the Hyzak off. It's great. Oh, I yeah. love to see Jared just, like, get completely owned. It's, like, Camille's <laughs> first, like, new type, like, mobile suit moment, too, which is really good. Yeah. Yeah, like, he's actually doing a pretty good job fighting for once. He's not just yelling or crying or experiencing trauma well i mean he's experiencing trauma because yeah. that's what happens in a robot but yeah his trauma good. is his trauma is nothing compared to the trauma that we got when we see amaro yeah yeah i'm a new type now yeah you know <laughs> when you um you know you open up an envelope and it turns out it's actually amaro's raised mail and you see his bank bank statements is that episode 
Yeah, the last scenes of the episode is like, oh, shooting stars are seen all over Central America because it was the. Oh AU... yeah, fuck the the Mont Blanc. Yeah, like the, the, the Mont Blanc, like the AU sort of allied ship gets blown up. Oh yeah, but it, no one is on it, so we don't care about it. Fucking eats total shit. Um. Oh yeah. Oh, also, like really easy to miss. There's like you do see two like AU GMs, and they've got like a really cool like teal green color scheme. Yeah. Oh, were those were those GMs AU? Yeah. Because I, I I was looking at them, I was like, oh, those are some like nice kind of pastel GMs. Yeah. But I thought. That they were Titan stuff. Should have given AU more credit. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. They, gotta, they die. You gotta AU. hand it to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, a G, it's a GM, yeah. so, you know, they're, they're a little forgettable. Uh, but that's that's episode. I I will forever be mad about Amuro, and I'm going to punch a hole in my computer screen when I see him again. Yeah. Class traitor. Class traitor. Class traitor. Um, so now it is time for a little, little, uh, little episode segment. And Colin... Yeah, I believe you've prepared a little something, something for us. So, um, I know people uh, have seen on my Twitter and definitely in the Discord. Um, uh, speaking of bourgeois class trader stuff, I've gotten really <laughs> into cocktails over quarantine, um, and uh, and like a little bit before too. Um, and uh, yeah, so you know, while you all were uh, watching 0079. I was studying the juice. Yeah. Um, I remembered this one little party scene where, like, Garma and Char were, like, hanging out. And so I, I like, made um, – and I also knew that eventually Garma was going to die. And so I was like, oh, I'll make a, a fun little uh, drink to go along with that episode and tell you all about it. And then I'll, I'll reveal what the name of it is when he dies because it's Garma's fate. Um and so, like, where my head was at the time was, like, okay, cool, they've got these dainty little, like, gobbledy glasses, and it's got this kind of, like, pale, opaque green liquid in it. And, like, immediately, like, my mind went to, like, oh, you know, um, as much as, like, it kind of, like, goes to, like, World War, like, one and World War two for, like, the mecha designs, like, Gundam continually loves to pull uh, from the Napoleonic era uh, as far as, like, mm. uniforms and stuff go for, like, space people. Like Honestly, they, that's literally the reason that this show drew me in. <laughs> they, you know, we love 1800 space Europe. It's just great. Um, and so, like, my mind immediately went to absinthe for that because, you know, absinthe mm-hmm. when you add it with water and sugar, it like the some, like it falls out of solution and it gets this like nice cloudy green color and like definitely was really popular in in Paris at the time and da 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 da. So like, I made um, for Garma's fate, I made. Uh, it was uh, two part or one part absinthe, two parts uh, dry vermouth and orange bitters. It's basically like an absinthe martini. Um, that gets that perfect kind of like nice pale green color. It's you know very sharp, very good. Uh, definitely makes you save her life uh, before getting totally owned by the uh, by the white base. Um, and then I made a companion drink Fire to go X. with it, uh, which was um, with sweet vermouth instead so it gets this nice deep dark red color and you take it in one shot because that's char's revenge against kaecilia um (laughs) um and then recently i found a recipe for how to make traditional um lemon cordial uh and i realized that i was boo boo the fool um i was an idiot they are they're they're definitely drinking a, a drink called a gin gimlet in that scene um, this goes back to Jin Gimlet of, is my other Gundam name. Yes, <laughs> uh, uh, Jin Gimlet uh, is uh, definitely a robot. Um, uh, so this goes back to the days of the British Royal Navy. Uh, you know, you had to get you had to take care of scurvy, and the big way to do that is by drinking tons and tons of lime juice. 
And for your average sailor, that would be made it that would be put into like rum with some water to make grog. Um, but you know, uh, at the time, British officers were all very snooty and highfalutin and didn't want to like hang out with the with the rabble on the ship. Um, and they definitely also didn't want to drink rum because rum was a very uh, like cheap style of alcohol. Uh, and they preferred gin because gin was kind of like the liquor of of high society London at the time. Uh, and so instead, they uh, combined that together with lime cordial, uh, which uh, you might know from a product called uh, Rose's Lime Cordial or Rose's Lime Concentrate in America, um, which is filled with like corn syrup and like yellow dye number five and a bunch of nasty stuff. Um, but I did find a recipe uh, from uh, a guy named... Uh, already forgot it. Um, uh, a big cocktail man. Uh, uh, figured out how to make it like kind of like in a traditional manner with basically just uh sugar, uh lime juice, lime zest, hot water, and citric acid. Uh, which is what makes it like really kind of like tart and also gives it its preservative qualities. Wait, my mum makes this. Yeah, I would not be surprised. <laughs> is your mum huh. a mobile suit pilot? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if, All right, there we go. if you want to, um, if you want to make it at home, uh, uh, like a, like a pint's worth, you need like 250 grams of sugar, 240 grams of hot water, um, the juice from two limes, the zest from two limes, and then, um, like, uh, two tablespoons of citric acid, and then just like blend it all together and then strain it into a bottle and you've got it. It's good. It'll be good for forever. Yeah, literally, my mom makes this like every kind of month. Yeah, we come to my house, Colin. I'll give you. It, we make it with lemons because they're just easier to get. But yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, the the big thing with that is the reason they they made it with limes traditionally is I think lemons don't actually have vitamin C in them, so they don't <laughs> actually protect against scurvy, which is kind of wild. Um, but anyways, oh no, I'm gonna get scurvy. Yeah. So the way that they would drink this is, you know, in um, uh, uh, mix it together in a barrel, or if they're back in London, you know, they probably, you know, uh, make it as a drink. And it definitely has this little pale green color. Uh, the cordial itself, which I'm pouring into a thing right now, is just. Ooh, can like, we get some ASMR on this? Yeah. Uh, is like just this nice, like kind of like green color that's gonna go in there. I'm doing an ounce and a half of that. Um, and I've got some new Amsterdam gin because it's cheap and good. And I want two ounces of that. And, oh boy, that's going to go in there. And I've got some ice to make it cold. Make it cold. Oh, oh, I got a lot of water in this. (laughs) I got this ice like an hour ago. (laughs) All right, no water in it now. And then we're going to stir that until it's cold. Get some nice ASMR in here. Thank you for the noises, the sounds I'm hearing. Okay, that's kind of hurting my hand, so that's probably cold enough. And then I've got a cocktail strainer. And bada bing, bada boom, it goes into the glass. And I've got this nice kind of like pale white greenish uh, drink. That uh, now that I realize because it's animated uh, and they probably just didn't want to make it translucent because it was 1979 and that would have been expensive, that this is probably definitely what they're drinking. You know, it makes sense. Uh, Garma and Char are supposed to be these kind of like young up and coming naval officer gentry types. And uh, yeah, it's good. Hey, take a sip, babes. Oh, that is that. Yeah, that is really good. It's basically it's it's lemonade that fucks, basically. 
Um, Damn, that's that's a, that's like a, a selling point. Yeah, Colin, I've I've just been thinking about the um, I've been coming to a little bit of a revelation uh, concerning the amount of ancestors that I personally have in who were in the British Navy in the nineteenth century. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you you know maybe um, at one point you were related to a a Char McClint McClint blah 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 a Char McCostumes. There we go. Yeah, Char McCostumes. Char McCostumes. <laughs> Hang on, I'm writing that down. There you go. I'm spelling it Sharma, and then costumes. <laughs> Might be time to update your branding a little bit. Update my branding to Sharma costumes. Just yeah. costumes for people who ship Sharma. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, thank you, Colin. That was very nice and informative. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I got my thirst virtually quenched with from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe one day I will do a segment about the invention of uh, historical naval fiction uh, and how it has to do with my ancestor Charm costumes. <laughs> this is not a yeah. bit. I who, could who do we, that. We, we've done some genealogy work, and we can confirm they're uh, a real person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's crazy how Charm costumes was the basis for Horatio Hornblower. Uh, yeah, Charm costumes kind of was. <laughs> well. That'll well. about do it for us. Um, I will not forget to do the robot of the week after this, but now is the time when we plug our stuff and the show. So I've been Max. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and all other places at Maxi Bajillion. You can find one of my podcasts, Pod of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaipacorp at twitter.com slash podofgreedcast. And you can find my other show, Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast. And that's on Twitter at Slappers Only Pod. Hi, I've been Sarah, Sarah Mook Costumes. You can find me on the internet everywhere at Sarah Mook Costumes, S-A-R-A-H-M-C-C Costumes. I have another podcast, which isn't Pod of Greed, that I also do. Uh, and my second podcast is Never Believe It, which is a Naruto D-Watch podcast, and you can go to narutohead.band to find it. Yeah, and I'm Colin. You can find me pretty much everywhere at Pagetish, P-A-D-G-E-T-T-I-S-H. Um, I have a podcast called Small Walk that's on hiatus until I decide to work on it again. Um, and also, by the time this episode goes up, I will have been on um, uh, a noise space uh, a sibling podcast. Uh, podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses. I'm going to be guesting on that. Uh, in fact, in like an hour, I think. Ooh, oh. hot dog. Yeah. Say hi to Roy and Fallon. I will, I will say hi to Roy and Fallon. The Virginia podcasting game going strong still. Yeah, the old Delmarva podcasting community is, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chesapeake, Chesapeake Bay Podcasting Union. Hell yeah. Uh, and speaking of noise space, you can go to noisepace.xyz to find this show, to find podcasting is corporate in the cloud recesses, and many, many more. I've been saying it, 2020 year of the podcast. Go check it out. Give them your patronage. Hell yeah. Um, hell yeah. yeah. So, um Colin, I'm gonna elect you today. Okay. I would like you to. I know you did the. I know you did the bit. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna zag on you and also ask you if you can provide me with your robot of the week. Uh, yes, my robot of the week is Mr. Trash Wheel. Now, can you explain a little? Bit? Uh, Please elaborate. Mr. Wow. Trash Wheel is a. Um, it's. Uh, it, they live in the Inner Harbor, 
um, of uh, of uh, Baltimore, and they're uh, they look like a big snail. It's um, oh, I remember. This. Yeah, it's it's a it's a robot they have set up uh, on one of the tributaries that goes into the harbor in um uh, in Baltimore, Maryland. That is basically set up to pull trash out of the river. Uh, it's got a water wheel that turns a crank on this um uh kind of like el- like uh escalated conveyor belt. So it's and it's got these kind of like big uh, uh sometimes they'll do big fins that come off the front of it or just kind of like floaties and so kind of trash goes down the river and gets kind of like brought up to its mouth and uh gets onto the conveyor belt that's that's uh you know goes up because it's being turned by the water wheel being you know pushed by the river and then the trash gets dumped into a big bin. So it's like cleaning the river and it's like totally totally 100% uh uh like zero energy and I love him. Uh he is my favorite. Guys love, the front. Uh, I love them, Mr. Trash Wheel. Uh, uh, it's is my child, uh, and he's doing good work for the environment. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, my girlfriend she um, she interned in the Inner Harbor in Baltimore, <gasps> and I think like I, they relaunched Mr. Trash Wheel with like a bigger version of him. Ooh, I think Big like the support. the year she interned. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure she's told me about him before. So it's just I I. Just, what a delightful what a delightful gentleman <laughs> uh supposedly um the water in baltimore harbor should uh the the plan was to clean up the harbor enough using this to make it swimmable by this year i don't know if they achieve that or not but i don't um, think i would want to yeah <laughs> e- even if i was told the water's perfectly clear i don't think i trust like that yeah because <laughs> like you go i like baltimore a lot but like I don't think I like it enough. The, the the most I'll get to the water in Baltimore is going to the aquarium there and hanging out yeah. and seeing seeing their getting spit on by the archer fish, yeah. which happened to me. It was very cool. <laughs> I got spit on by a fish and my life changed. In in Baltimore, the water comes to you. Yeah, yeah that's the city slogan. Um, and speaking of life changing, that'll do it for for this week. <laughs> yeah. um, it's time once again for us to jettison ourselves into space and wait in our. In Quattrobagina's 100 times gravity workout chamber. Yeah. <laughs> so we can return next week, swoller than ever, to deliver you more content. Um, so that'll do it. As we have said, as we are saying, as we will always say for perpetuity, in the words of our ancestors, war is bad. Oh, wow. Cool robot. <laughs> okay, now I know why you wanted to continue the bit like this. Very good. <laughs> <laughs>